Reckoning is an ode to the irreconcilable. Could I have said that word weirder? Why can't I say that? Irreconcilable? Reckoning is an ode to the irreconcilable. <laughs> now it's in my brain. Oh, no. Reckoning is an ode to the irreconcilable. I don't get it. Hi, everyone. Hi, welcome to I Don't Get It, a podcast about performance in Edmonton. We are happy to be part of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. My name is Paul. And my name is Fonda. How are you, Fonda? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm great. I have a coffee. It's awesome. So um, we've got a bit of a special episode for you all this mm-hmm. this lovely day. Um, we talked to some of the young performers in Alberta Ballet's Nutcracker. I was I was not there, sadly. Well, I, was, I, I did you. it. But... <laughs> the royal we. Yes. Um, and how was that, Fonda? I was terrified to interview children, to be honest. Okay. Um, but Why? Because they're so honest. Mm. And uh, my first question to them was, do you know what a podcast is? And they're like, yes, of course we do, you idiot. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this got off to a great start. Here we go. <laughs> uh, no, but I talked to two ki- uh, kids, Zara Brad Slippitz and Liam Montgomery. Uh, they were wonderful interview subjects. And uh, yeah, we'll, 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 how about we just... Let everyone listen to that. Let's throw to that bit now. Boom. We're here at um, Alberta Ballet's uh, with a Nutcracker dress rehearsal with a couple of cast members. And uh, if I could just get you to introduce yourselves and tell me your ages and what roles you're playing in the ballet. My name is Zara. I'm 12 years old. And this year I am a party boy. Okay. And how about you? My name is Liam and I... I'm eight years old, and I am a mouse. Okay, great. And so um, can you tell me a little bit about what the uh, party boy role does? <laughs> well, the party boys pretty much just run around and have fun mm-hmm. at a party. At a party. At the party at the beginning, right? At Clara's house? Yes. Okay. And how about you? What, what do you do as a mouse? We're crawling around, scratching up chairs and stools. I think we might be looking for cheese, and then I think we are under a spell of the Rat King, oh. and then we try to attack Clara. Oh my! So when you attack, what sort of things are you doing? Are you we're actually going after? We're up, and we're running, and we're crawling after her. Okay. Um, so uh, the people at the ballet were telling me that you guys have done shows before on the Jubilee stage. Can you tell me about um, the roles that you've played before? We'll start with you. I have, I'm, have been a hedgehog in Alice in Wonderland, and I roll around, <laughs> and I think that's what I did. So, okay, and how about you? This is my fourth year in the Nutcracker. I've been a mouse, a party girl twice, and now I'm a party boy. And I've also had the opportunity to dance in Our Canada. Our Canada. Oh, and what was that? Um, it's a ballet about um, Canada's 150th birthday, choreographed by Jean Grandmaitre. Oh wow, very cool. And that was that early. That must have been earlier this year, of course, in the 150. Yes, this was last year in about April, May. 
Okay, great. Um, and so you've been in the in the Nutcracker for a number of years. Then, um, have you had a favorite part or a favorite scene that you've gotten to do? Well, I really liked being a party girl because you just get to dance ballet. <laughs> and how about you? I I kind of liked the, I kind of liked rolling around and crawling. No, no, I liked crawling around. I like crawling around sometimes, and I like jumping. Yeah, so I guess being a mouse sort of suits you then, if you like crawling yeah. around. Yeah, I see you're wearing um, quite the quite the headpiece there. It's a big mouse mask. So can you show me what it looks like when you turn it down? So you can see your eyes. and it, Whoa, that really covers you. So you can kind of see through the nose part and everything. Oh, well, that's great. Is it comfortable? It looks kind of itchy. It's comfortable, but... It- but it can get a bit hot when you're wearing the full costume. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, do you have any favorite costumes that you've been able to wear during these performances? Well, last year, my dress as a party girl was really beautiful, and I loved it. It was orange with some green. Wow, and how do you feel about the party boy getup? Is this party boy? No, this looks more like a soldier. Well, I do look like a, a bit like a bellboy. <laughs> um <laughs> The wig's a bit itchy, but it, it's nice. Mm-hmm. So what kind of stuff do you guys have to do to prepare to be in the Nutcracker? How do your classes change, or what do you do differently than you do throughout the year? Well, there's a rehearsal every Sunday, starting at the beginning of October. And they're, at least for the party kids, they're about three or four hours long. So it takes a lot of preparation. You have to learn all the different parts and um, I think you're probably one of the older kids I can see here um, in the ballet. Do you have to do? Do you find you have to kind of watch out for the younger ones or give them some advice on what to do? <laughs> yeah, definitely because they've never done this before, so it's all new to them, and they're excited. So they kind of just want to run all over the place. But especially backstage, it can be dangerous because there's so many huge set pieces moving and. You don't want to hurt yourself. Right. Yeah, I was going to I wanted to ask, what is it like backstage? So because you have quite a big part in the first half of the ballet, right? So what what is the what is the whole show like from the backside? Um, it, it's got it's a big room, kind of at least one part of it is it's some of and but by the curtains, it's it's got all the lights and it's got places where the props go, mm-hmm. when the prop where the props props come in and out. Yeah. Yeah. And so, what sort of things are you doing backstage while you're either waiting for your next scene or when you're done for for the show? Well, I'd say the most important thing when you're waiting backstage is to make sure you're not in anyone's way because especially with a huge ballet like this, there's people running around from one side to the stage to the other or going to change their costumes. And this one, the, there's many wonderful sets that are moving around all the time to create the magic of the Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. So yes, I think it is a probably a pretty magical show, um, and the Nutcracker is one of the most widely produced ballets. Almost every company does it every year. So what do you think it is about the Nutcracker that makes it so special? Why do you think people like it so much? Um, I think because it's it's an original Christmas story kind of, and uh, and it's it 
and nutcrackers are some people use them for Christmas decorations and <laughs> well I think that it's because it's such a very family friendly ballet and a lot of people take their kids to see it and I know that when I would come see it when I was younger I wanted to be just like the ballerinas on stage and now you are that's great. Um, so, well, yeah, what is your, um, I mean, of course there's the scenes that you're in, but what are your favorite parts of the Nutcracker Ballet? Because you've obviously seen the whole show before. I kind of like when when they're at the palace. The, I think it was the ice palace. I kind of like the sleigh scene when, there's, when, when they're dancing and they're on the sleigh. Yeah, that's a really pretty scene, isn't it? How about you? Yes, the snow scene is probably one of my favorite scenes, too, because it really portrays Canada because it's very cold here. <laughs> um, and the effects that they use to make it just look magical. Yeah, well, so what kind of effects are they using? It's, it's mostly like sparkles and lights and stuff, right? Well, yeah. Um, the lighting definitely changes from a more warmer tone to cooler tones to make it look sort of blue and icy. And then there's actual like little pieces of paper falling from the sky <laughs> to be in pretend snow. <laughs> and so, um, well, how did you guys get into ballet? Um, and how, how old were you when you started? I started when I was three years old. Mm -hmm. And I just really liked it when I started it. So I keep, kept on doing it. Well, I started when I was four years old, and I would always be dancing around the house to some music, and my mom just thought, I'll put her in ballet. Great. And were your parents a part of the ballet or dancers at all, either? No, but mo both of my parents are involved in the arts. My mom is a singing teacher, and my dad's a drama teacher, so I've always kind of been in that side of things. Okay, yeah. How about you? Are your uh, mom and dad dancers? No. I know their jobs. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. One is a microbiologist, wow. and the other is a doctor. Okay. That's pretty cool, too. So um, what is your regular uh, dancing schedule like? I mean, I know you have extra rehearsals for the Nutcracker, but how, of how often are your classes throughout the year? Well, I normally dance Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. That's, like, that's almost every day. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and how about you? Usually I dance Saturday and and Monday, but because of the Nutcracker, I dance Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So an extra day. Wow. And so um, if, if you have any aspirations to carry on with the ballet, are there any roles that you dream of playing or ballets that you would really like to be in? I kind of like to be the Nutcracker or the Rat King because I like I like the Nutcracker's mask and I like the Rat King's staff because it has those purple lights on the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it and the lights I th and they look really cool when they're on and it looks kind of shiny when when it when it's on and it has the I think it's plastic around it. Mm -hmm. I think it kind of looks really cool. You get a cool prop. You don't find the Rat King kind of a little bit creepy or scary? No. 
I think he looks a bit cute. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. How about you? Well, I would either be the Snow Queen or the Sugar Plum Fairy, because the Snow Queen, I love the way that she just floats across the stage, and it looks like she's just floating across. Mm-hmm. And I'd say the Sugar Plum Fairy because it's such an iconic role, and I feel like every aspiring ballet dancer would love to portray that role. For sure. Sugar Plum Fairy is pretty classic. It's up there with Swan Lake, right? So um, are there any dancers in Alberta Ballet that you know well or that you would like admire? Well, I really admire Tanya Schumach because she has been my stage mom in the party scene for the past three, this is my third year, and we've definitely developed a nice relationship. That's nice. Do you know anyone you want to talk about in the ballet? I don't know anybody. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, Zara and Liam, thank you so much. It was really great to chat with you, and I'm really glad I got to see you in costume, too. Yeah, so that was my chat with uh, Zara and Liam. They are 12 and 8 years old, respectively, performing in um, Alberta Ballet's Nutcracker, the Edmonton version. Mm. Um, And so that was running December 7th to 10th at the Northern Alberta Jubilee Auditorium. And then they're also, Alberta Ballet is doing an entirely other Nutcracker with a whole other set of kids in Calgary uh, from December 15th to 17th and 21st to 24th. Amazing. Hey, Fonda. You know what powers the arts? What? Advertising. Oh. And did you know if you're starting or building a business, ATB's Entrepreneur Center is a great place to go. Of course, they can help you with your banking, but they also offer workshops and networking opportunities. They can also help you get set up with a mentor. Check it out at atb.com. All right, so it is the holiday show season now. A.K.A. Nutcracker Run 2017. (laughs) Nutcracker season. Um, Yeah, so we're going to let you all know um, all of the fun things to do. Great thing about um, the Christmas season with the shows is that many of them are family friendly. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so one of the ones we found out about... um, I heard about for the first time this year is called Sleeping Beauty. It's a Christmas pantomime in the traditional British style, Ooh. actually running at Fort Edmonton Park from December 14th to 31st. So you can go to the Fort Edmonton Park website and check out info about that there. Yeah, and maybe that's maybe that's speaking of tradition, um, something that's been a tradition in the last few years in in theater is the the show Burning Bluebeard uh, happening at Theater Network with at the Roxy on Gateway, an Edmonton Actors Theater production by Jay Torrance. Uh, inspired by a true story, Burning Bluebeard tells the tale of six singed clowns who emerge from the burnt remains of a theater to perform their spectacular Christmas pantomime. So a, a bit of a different take on a holiday uh, show, but definitely still a holiday show. Yeah, also based on a true story about another theater fire, which the Roxy knows, unfortunately, all too well. Indeed. Yeah. Um, um, speaking of Edmonton theater traditions... <laughs> Uh, one of the biggest is, of course, uh, the Citadel's production of A Christmas Carol, which is on now, running until December 23rd at the Citadel. Julian Arnold and Glenn Nelson are alternating nights as Scrooge. Oh, cool. Julian, for years and years, played Bob Cratchit. He's finally got that, that plum old skin flint role. <laughs> um, 
Another thing we heard about that's kind of cool, um, it's a one-time only happening, they're closing the Coliseum. So they're doing a whole weekend of events and uh, topping it off on Sunday, December 17th with a big round dance. Um, the doors open at 3, the dance starts at 4. Um, so Treaty 6 is gathering for a multicultural round dance. It's presented by Candora Society. There's going to be indigenous artisans with handcrafted items available for purchase so Sweet. you can get some Christmas shopping done yeah. even. Um, and anyone is welcome. It's a free event and even parking is going to be free. Madness. Yeah. When, madness. when was the last time parking was free at the Coliseum? Um, I, a long time ago. Yes. And, and then it will never, well, it'll just probably be another parking lot after this anyway. We'll see. Uh, Shumka's Nutcracker, Clara's Dream, uh, is happening December 29th and 30th, sort of at the tail end of the Christmas season at the Jubilee Auditorium, with uh, guests from City Ballet, uh, the Vitor Choir, Ukraine's... Uh, oh, boy. You want to read some? You want to read some sure. Ukrainian company names? Yeah. So, Vitor uh, Choir, Ukraine's Vierski, and the Kiev Ballet Company. Um, they are joining Shumka. Uh, the local Shumka company, Mm -hmm. um, for a spectacular uh, Ukrainian version of the Nutcracker. I'm going to say that I like it better than the conventional Nutcracker, but I'm super biased because I love Ukrainian dance. Great. Uh, and, and last but not least, we have a reckoning happening December 13th to 17th at the ATB uh, Arts Barns, a show that was originally uh, supposed to happen a little earlier in the year but got moved. Reckoning is a triptych in sound, movement, and video, an incendiary theatrical presentation of three separate experiences with the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. Uh, so check that out. Cool. And also, um, here we go with another cool thing that supports the arts. Advertising? Yep. We're going to do an ad for the Alberta Podcast Network. So the holidays are a great time to listen to a lot of new podcasts. You Mm -hmm. can learn about all of the other podcasts on our network at albertapodcastnetwork.com. And I wanted to give a little plug to our pals at the broadcast. Okay. Um, So that's Alexandra Zabchek and Trish Trisha Esterbrook, mm-hmm. and um, they do a podcast about women in politics. Cool. It's pretty great. So check that out, albertapodcastnetwork.com. Great. And that, that brings us to the holiday season, Fonda. Yes. Do you have big plans for the season? Uh, not really. Just lots of food and family and, and, and running around after a new dog. Yeah, the greatest <laughs> gift of all, responsibility. Yes, yes. Actually, opening presents with a dog around is pretty darn fun, I'm gonna, gonna say. Can't wait for that. Great. Cool. cool. Well, happy holidays, everyone. Yes. See you in 2018. Woo-woo, bye. I don't get it is a member of the Alberta Podcast Network and powered by ATB. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or check us out on albertapodcastnetwork.com or the CKUA radio app. I Don't Get It is recorded on Treaty 6 territory in Edmonton, Alberta in the Edmonton Community Foundation's podcast studio. Our theme music is Mountain Time by Ghibli and you can find more of Ghibli's music by going to ghibli.bandcamp.com. I Don't Get It is produced by Andrew Paul, Fonda Mithrush, and Paul Blenow.